Engaged and Inspired Podcast. A simple warning, we may drop an F-bomb or other descriptive words just in case you have small children with you or are at work. We know many of you are planning right now from your cubicle. You've been warned. This week's episode is brought to you by Indie Blast Podcast Network, spotlighting the best in independent podcasting. The Engaged and Inspired Podcast. And now your hosts, Kia and DJ Sam. The Engaged and Inspired Podcast. This is DJ Sam. And Kia. Let's be honest. Planning a wedding is tricky. And at Be Engaged and Inspired, we'll share our knowledge to help you navigate these tricky waters and leaving you feeling inspired. So we're going to jump into something that is obviously a very difficult thing that can happen at weddings. Family drama. What is that? Family drama. Uh, It happens. Sometimes it's not even family drama. Sometimes it can be friend drama. Like when you're thinking about who you're going to have in your wedding party, yes, pick the people who, first of all, want to be in your wedding party. Yes. Um, don't pick someone just because you feel like you're obligated to. Yes. That's where the drama starts. And just because you were in their wedding does not mean that they have to be in your wedding. Just because your groom has five groomsmen, if you only have three girlfriends, just pick three girlfriends. Or vice versa, you can have a best man on the women's side and no matter what. Absolutely. I've, I've even seen it where um, the groom's brothers weren't even in the bridal party. Yeah. You can, it can also just be the two of you. Yeah. You really don't even have to have a bridal party. And sometimes that is a good decision. That's a great decision sometimes. It is the best decision. Yes. Well, the thing is, is drama happens. It's a stressful day. Everybody has so much going on. There's emotion. You're feeling things as a couple. Your family's feeling things. You have all these people who are traveling in, and drama just happens. But I always sort of say to my couples when I meet with them, I say, like, is there anything I need to know about? And I'm sure you do the same thing because you have a really extensive list that they have to fill out of everything that's going on. But obviously, you need to know if there's any sort of tension with maybe a father of the daughter dance and, like, a stepdad and a daughter dance and who gets to dance first, which I always sort of say I leave it up to the... The bride yes. to decide. Yes, 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 yes. Typically, as you said, I have that list ahead of time, so I know my bride and groom pretty well. But there are sometimes they leave out the divorced mother of the groom who's remarried, and the husband is really flaky. And because why would he be on any list? Nobody knows too much about mm-hmm. him. But he now wants to insert himself into uh, the wedding, which obviously we all know that he can't, but he tries to. So stuff like that. It happens. And one of the things is I tell couples right from the beginning, if it's an issue, let's try to address it before the wedding day. But obviously when we're at wedding day, that's really not the point in time to start arguing with them. You're just not going to, you know, it's not going to get solved at that moment. And you really just have to figure out, hey, if your parent brings their new spouse or their new boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever... This is not the time to pick a fight because no one will look good and especially you won't look good. That's where the term bridezilla comes from? Yes. Yes. And like I said, it's not going to get solved. If anything, it's probably going to make the rift a little bit worse. Um, I see it a lot with divorced families. They refuse to either sit near each other or they can't be seen. They don't even like to like sit on the same side of the church. It's one day. You, you it's, can't. And usually it's like an hour. Yeah. I always try to know because I try to give you guys a heads up. I try to give, um, as a planner, I try to give the photographer a heads up because it's really important if they know that they're doing family photos that they're not accidentally putting people next to each other other 
who shouldn't be next to each other. And unfortunately, this is it's it's something that happens at weddings. As a person who's divorced, I'm, you know, I keep telling my children I will behave very, very well when it comes to their wedding day. Promise. I promise. It's all heard here. They'll play it back a thousand times to me to remind me. But it's one of those things where I have to remember, too, as a parent, I don't want there to be any extra tension. I don't want there to be any extra stress for my own children. And I wish that sometimes other people would do that sometimes i say hey is there like a code word to get them like break up whatever's going on yeah you would think that on this one special day that everybody would be on the same page yes but they're not i once had a wedding where the uh, the groom's parents had not spoken to each other in 20 years and they both came to the bar at the same time and they looked at each other and they said you know what let's just do a shot and they said, yep, they did it. And they walked away from each other, but they were nothing but polite. And sometimes that can happen. Um, you know, I've had siblings who throw hissy fits about things. I can't even think of what they are. I mean, I'm sure you've had grooms who tell you, like, please don't let this person grab the mic ever. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. I, I have a standing order, and this is a, a, a tip uh, that uh, I'd like to, uh, to pass on, is that I don't give the microphone to anyone unless they are listed on my planner. Oh, brilliant. Anybody. So that means if uh, mother or dad is not listed on there, they don't get the microphone. The only caveat is if I can see that it is an emotional moment mm -hmm. and dad just grabs the microphone, I'm going to let it go. But if it's drunk, dad grabs the microphone, it stays off. Gotcha. Nope, that makes sense. And one of the things is, too, is one of the reasons you like to meet with your couples is you get to know them and you get to see who they are and you get to already know what might be like an emotional thing for them. The other thing that can happen sometimes is something will be said. And the, it starts something. And it starts something. And you really don't want it to. But this is why I always have an assistant, too, because I'll be like, hey, go get this person a glass of very watered down whatever. <laughs> and like maybe go take them for a walk or maybe go step outside. And sometimes it's all it is is everybody just needs a moment to cool off because it is such an intense emotional day, good and bad. Like I said, if you can try to avoid some of the drama, like not having your pain-in-the-butt cousin who doesn't want to be in the bridal party or wants to complain about everything, then they shouldn't be in the bridal party because you know they're going to complain. You know they're going to make a scene. Once again, it's not your wedding. True. Absolutely. It, it's the bride and groom's day, and your opinion really means nothing. I've had brides who have fired bridesmaids, and they'll come back to me and they'll say, oh, did I do something wrong? And I was like, no. I mean, it's really genuinely... You need that day to go smoothly. There's so many things that are going to be happening. And if someone really just can't put their bad feelings aside and be happy for you, and I know sometimes it's easier said than done, but think about how many things a couple goes through on their wedding day. Yeah, And absolutely. you really have to sort of ask yourself, what are you willing to put up with? Because... I would not be willing to put up with a lot. <laughs> but maybe that's because I've been doing this for very long. And now a few words from our Indie Blast Podcast Network sponsor. Need something delivered? Do you need dinner? Groceries? Did you forget to stop and buy that bottle of tequila? Postmates is here for you. If you haven't tried Postmates before, we have a great deal for you. Just by setting up a new account and using the code IndieFood, you will be eligible for $100 in delivery fee credits for the first seven days of your membership. Don't wait. Go to Postmates.com and use the code IndieFood. That's I-N-D-I-E-F-O-O-D. Postmates. Anything, anytime, anywhere. 
post made it. Are you shopping to find your thing? Is your thing stickers, t-shirts, posters? Is your thing wall art, clothing, home and living, phone cases? Are you shopping for your kids and babies? How about stationery? Many, many other gifts. You can find all these at Redbubble, Redbubble redbubble.com. Get the app and save 20% at redbubble.com. Find your thing. Click on the link in the show notes. That's Redbubble, redbubble.com. Hey guys, welcome to the Tokyo Munchies podcast. We talk about Japanese candies, snacks, chocolate. We talk about the Tokyo weather, the Japan news, walking in my garden with Kyle while sitting in the pool. Also, we talk about 10 sucker sports, japanrumandbox.com, and skateboarding Japan. So, drop by, check out our podcast. And as always, this is Kyle from Tokyo Munchies. Here, come get some. But now, how do you handle, like I said, well, maybe like the stepdad and the uh, stepmom type of issue. If they want to walk in with their spouse or if they want to walk in with their brand new boyfriend or something when you're doing sort of lineup. That's already solved in the pre-bridal meeting when we, or, or conversation on the phone. When we line up the, uh, the bridal party, go through the names of the people that need to be introduced. So... Uh, the names will be listed. I'll go over the names. This is the order that you want them to uh, to come in. Is there anybody else that you think might want to come in? And especially if, if you see on the form uh, where it's father of the bride um, escorting his wife, mm-hmm. uh, then y- you know that there's already some sort of, um, um, uh, not issue, but something that you should look out for. So typically I catch that at the very beginning so that there's no last minute that... Um, Hey, m- mom wants to walk in with her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. That would n- not happen on the day. Uh, and again, I, I try to control the situation so that before it even gets to the day of the reception, we've already tried to solve those sort of problems so that it's not a surprise on the day. Oh, absolutely. As a planner, we have to do the same thing. And I always sort of tell couples, like, what's the best way that you want them to walk down? Like how, when they're being introduced, how do you want them to be introduced? Yeah. I mean, I've had, you know, Grandma Mary, if that's how she wants to be introduced, then we'll introduce her as Grandma Mary. I, 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 and I, I think it's a fundamental thing that many entertainers and many event planners totally forget to do is ask the bride what they want to do. Mm-hmm. So it's not necessarily what you've learned as a planner or a DJ, in my case, what you've done in the past. Maybe the bride doesn't want to do it that way. You can give your professional opinion, but if she doesn't want to do it that way, you have to honor that because, as I said before, it's her day. It's not yours. That makes sense. Also, one of those ways to sometimes avoid that is, which I actually sort of do like, is parents already seated and you just say their name and they're standing up and they wave to everybody. I always find that that is a very peaceful, negotiated, good type of way to introduce them. Because I'm English, I always call it the royal way. Oh, yes. Because oh. they always do the little, Twist. there you go. The little, that's <laughs> all that we need you to do is to sit at the chair and give a royal wave. Yeah. And I've been doing a lot of weddings where just the bride and groom are introduced, which is great. And we can also recognize the bridal party from their table. There's oh, nothing wrong in doing that. That's that's true. I don't ever I don't think I've seen that in quite a while. What I do love is when you do get families who have 
blended families and everything else going on and they're all so supportive and they're all so loving it's such a great feeling when you leave those types of weddings because you can tell everybody's there for the right reason absolutely and you just love it well okay so what is one of your last tips to give if a, if a bride or a groom comes to you and says, you know, my brother tends to get super drunk and just please watch him. Uh, th- then I watch him. I try to get those situations solved ahead of time. So th- the biggest tip is find out everything you can about the bride and the groom and ask a lot of questions. Those situations don't come up. If it happens then and there on the day, obviously nobody gets the microphone, but I would speak to the bride and the groom. Hey, your drunk brother wants to say something. Mm. Do you want me to allow him to, to, to say something? I know you said no before, but do you want to change your mind? Um, typically, they say no, you know, just move on. Uh, and in my case, it's usually requesting a song that they never wanted to hear. <laughs> that brother comes up, oh, they love this song. It's the song that they want to dance to. Uh, I won't play it unless uh, th- I get there okay. So I guess the tip is really check in with the bride and groom. Make sure it's okay with them. Yeah, my tip is, as a bride and groom or whoever's getting married, you should really feel comfortable to trust your professionals and let them give them that sort of heads up because it'll make your day so much more peaceful and just you'll feel better. And, you know, at the end of it, you'll be thankful that you shared, obviously. Great tip. Be engaged and inspired. We'll be right back. Patterson Family Chocolates, your online chocolate store. PattersonFamilyChocolates.com or 860-215-1349. Our secret family chocolate recipe of dark and milk chocolates are crafted to the Epicurean quality of European-style handmade gourmet truffles. Check out our new Caramel Carousel, 100% caramels of sea salt and regular assorted dark milk and white truffles. Patterson Family Chocolates provides a personal touch for your personal and business gifts customizing packaging for your family and business patterson family chocolates call us today 860-215-1349 or online at pattersonfamilychocolates.com do you like goats do you like farms want to get married at a goat farm Bradley Mountain Farm, located in Southington, Connecticut, is the perfect location for your wedding. Choose from a lakeside or field ceremony. From intimate gatherings of 25 up to 300 tented, Bradley Mountain Farm is the perfect venue. Find us online at EngageCT.com. Fly musicians, custom lighting and photo booth. When your wedding entertainment has to have the amazing music be fun, organized, and unforgettable, your choice has to be Atmosphere Production. Experience the difference. www atmosphere-productions.com that www.atmosphere-productions.com DJs, live musicians, custom lighting and photo booth Atmosphere Productions Hey, Aaron Miller here from Aaron Miller Photography. I'm Michelle from Destination Weddings Unlimited. This is Marty Q. Hey, this is Jamie from meetandgreetllc.com. And I always listen to DJ Sam and Kia on the Be Engaged and Inspired podcast. I listen every week inside of our new mobile tuxedo showroom. And I listen to the Be Engaged and Inspired podcast every single Wednesday. And you know what? It's free. 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 Free on iTunes and Google Podcasts. I suggest you listen to. You should listen to. Meadowbrook Estate is the hidden gem 
Kim of Connecticut. Located in Marlboro, Connecticut, we offer a one-of-a-kind wedding experience. With lodging for up to 30 guests, choose from our indoor or outdoor gated wedding package. This luxury venue is versatile and still fits within your style and budget. Visit us at MeadowbrookEstateCT.com. This is John Oliveri from Property Works New England. If you're looking to be a first-time home buyer, downsize, or want to upgrade to a larger home, then Property Works New England is here to help. Contact me today at 860-414-4023. There are 24 hours in a day. One-third of the day is spent in bed. Now, why not be in the most comfortable you can get? Layla mattresses are more than just a foam mattress. They are copper-infused and flippable. That's right, flippable. If you like a harder mattress, use one side. If you like a softer mattress, flip it over and voila. And the great thing about Layla is getting to try it out for 120 nights. That's right, four months. And if you decide that you don't like the mattress, Layla will pick up the cost of shipping it back and give you a full refund. Layla also offers bamboo sheets, weighted blankets, and memory foam pillows. And if you act soon, you can take advantage of their spring sale. $150 off a mattress and two free pillows. That's a $300 value. Plus, they are offering $30 to $50 off accessories. If you would like to take advantage of this great deal, simply follow the link in the show notes to let them know we sent you and to help support the show. Layla Sleep, thoughtfully designed for the most cool, clean, comfortable sleep imaginable. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. Furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters and this podcast. Now back to Be Engaged and Inspired with your hosts, Kia and DJ Sam. This episode was recorded prior to the coronavirus pandemic. And welcome back. We're here again in the studios of the Be Engaged and Inspired podcast. We have Kia. I'm always here. And we have <laughs> a returning guest, Jonna and Mike. Welcome back. Thanks for coming back to our studio. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. So you guys are from? We are from Property Works New England. We are in Rocky Hill. Okay, so you might be wondering why we have real estate agents here. I know. You, you do real estate, right? We do. Very yeah. long time. And so one of the things that we love to do is um, have a wedding mishap section. But we're going to sort of change it around a little bit today. It's going to be a real estate mishap section because one of the things that people don't realize is when we share these stories of things that go wrong at weddings, it's not meant to scare them. It's sort of meant to maybe inspire them Absolutely. to be a little bit more educated and make some good decisions. And I feel like the same thing can happen when you have two real estate yeah, agents in the studio. It's a cautionary tale that yes. we're really trying to have people not do it. So from somebody else's bad experience, Hopefully, something good can come from it. Yes, Mike. I'm sure you have many stories. With <laughs> it's yeah, up to Mike. absolutely. I mean, especially with these TV shows going on about uh, you know how they, they make flipping a house look really, really easy. It's but and, easy. and but there are so many factors that you know the average person just doesn't consider when they're trying to buy these type of houses. Okay, so flipping the house means what? All right, that means that you're buying a, a house that does need work, and they're trying to put the renovate. They're trying to renovate the house to get a x amount of dollars from it so they're trying to net a pretty de- they're trying to net a profit from so they're going to the sell resale. the house pretty much right after correct or sometimes they just want to build equity in the house as mm-hmm. well even if they want to live there for 20 years right there's a famous uh, california couple that uh, 
do this flip and I think they're divorced now yeah but they still do the show I know but (laughs) (laughs) But that's what renovations can cause divorce and we're trying not to do that but so uh just tell us some things that you've seen you know you don't have to use anybody's names yep I mean I had a client not too long ago purchased a property and then they were just uh they had a home inspector you know the inspector didn't know too too much but then they went into the property after they bought it and then they had contractor problems so mm. then like what contractor either the contractor falls out or the contractor said he's going to be there and get this at a certain amount of uh, get this done within a certain amount of time and then it drags out for months and that of course eats into your profits, profits correct absolutely. because there are and caring, your sanity yep exactly <laughs> and that's what some of the uh, the tv shows don't uh, get into either it's just the carrying costs because mm-hmm. sometimes when you sit on a property that's extra taxes you got to pay that's more utility bills you got to pay as well you know what my lesson in this is sam don't do it well no you can still do it but this is the whole reason that you work with professionals yes because when you work with professionals and i mean i know when it comes to construction that that can change because things sometimes don't go the way you're planning or you may be stuck waiting for something from the town as a permit but when you're working with real estate agents who do know what they're doing you can sometimes advise them like hey if you're looking to flip this house this may not be the right place to do it that is correct yeah you also have to know your market as well especially when houses are just sitting on the market in the, in the neighborhood i mean that's a red flag as well mm-hmm. so, so what happened to this this house then with they, the contractor they ended up sitting on it i believe <laughs> they were supposed to get rid of it in 4 months they ended up sitting on it for 10 months oh my god yeah so then they just ended up paying more than what they wanted to pay there was also other issues that they found out because they they bought a house with a pool as well so those can have all sorts of issues they're fun during the summer and pools can be very expensive especially if uh you have to do repairs on pools lining and uh, yes digging up a motor pumps all that stuff all the fun things Mm -hmm. okay it's a cautionary tale just you know know what you're sort of going into i'm sure there has to be other things you guys have seen like have you had like an open house that just went disastrously? Um, I, not open house wise, but some of the things you got to look for in, in certain, in a part of the state, we, we've had issues with, uh, you've probably heard on the news, crumbling foundations. So mm. uh, you look at a house, it looks perfect. They test the foundation and they find that there's a chemical within the concrete that's causing these foundations to crumble. So just cautionary, make sure to have that inspected early on in the process. Because uh, I'd hate to fall in love with something and then know and then, sort of yeah. know you're that your heart not a thousand dollars here, talking oh. hundreds of thousands of dollars to make this repair. Now, should you have a house inspector inspect it before you even make an offer? Is that what you're saying? Well, the problem with that is if, if you do that and say you get into a multi-offer situation, you may end up paying for a home inspection on a house you Didn't possibly buy. never buy yeah. or never have the opportunity to buy. So it, it's it's risky to do that. Uh, it's a great idea to know what you're getting into before you do, but... Isn't that something that has to be disclosed to you if they know that their foundation is... I know some people don't know that it's happening, but... Anything a homeowner knows regarding a property is supposed to be disclosed prior to you making an offer. Okay. That is Connecticut state law. Which is a nice state law. That's one I can take with. That's one. One. (laughs) There's a few other ones I could do without, but that is a good one to know that, you know, hopefully you're not walking into disaster, at least hopefully. Anymore. 
Well, some other horror stories we've encountered at close just before closing is finding out that there's a, a lien on a property, uh, which Ooh. we don't always know about until an attorney does their title search and finds that there's possibly something that's not paid that should have been paid. Somebody's typically owed money, and that can cause some major delays within a, the closing process. That has process. to be scary if you're like right at the end and you're about to sign. And, and the then last thing. Absolutely. And you typically will hear about that a week before closing, which oh my God. will could throw you off track a this is why bit. don't buy your house the week before your wedding yeah. just just gonna put that out there plan ahead plan ahead yes a little bit um what else have you seen i mean i also seen for someone who just got a pre-qualification letter from my i i'm not gonna name the institution but uh pretty much at the end of the two i think about two weeks away from closing they found out that they were not actually qualify for the mortgage in the very first place oh my god so that's why impossible yes so then then we had to go into a fight where the the seller was trying to take the deposit as well because the seller's not happy that that they just waited six weeks yeah Yeah. you know that they were under contract but at the end of the day they were they should have never this institution should have never issued that letter does does that happen often no actually a a good mortgage (laughs) a good loan officer will actually do their background check and do their due diligence before issuing that letter and this is why you guys work with professional mortgage absolutely people and companies i'm assuming so when they issued that that letter could they have could the buyer sue the 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 bank for for anything i mean because that's that's saying yes you can have a loan Mm -hmm. but at the last minute you Dragging the rug out from under. I know exactly what you mean. I don't think th- I know in this case there were uh, uh, that didn't happen, uh, and they actually ended up getting their money back. Oh, they the did seller. get their money. Okay. Yeah, Good. okay, yeah, yeah right. but it was a fight. It, uh, it, it was a fight to get it back though, and and it was a pretty sizable deposit that the buyer put down. It's scary. Well, that is scary. scary. You just well, don't know. Banks can get away with this stuff. Yes, you they know. can. Did you hear about the story about the the, the couple that the bank puts? Like $125,000. Oh, into in their account? account. And they used it. The next day, they went out and bought Jeeps and trucks <laughs> and houses. And then the bank just came, hey, we need that money back. Well, technically, they were stealing. But again, it wasn't their fault. I feel like they should have gotten a little bit of a bonus or something. I, I think so. That's just me personally. I mean, had that been a wedding couple, like all of a sudden, all the vendors would have been paid? Oh, and yeah. That would have been scary. <laughs> would have been. So give us one last great story for something for people to think about. All right. This is it's I want to say it's a great story, but I think this is something everyone should be really aware of is wire fraud. I actually closed the deal a couple of months ago. I had right the day before the closing, the buyer ended up uh, receiving an email, what she thought was for, from the attorney, and copied me on it as well. But it wasn't my email, and it wasn't the attorney's email. It was They added a couple letters to the oh my God. actual uh. email. So then she ended up uh, to make it look like us, but uh, but we, we weren't in this email at all. And she ended up wiring a really good no. amount of – a good oh sizable amount of money to somebody and then they just uh, withdrew it and left and they were not able to get their deposit back. Wow. Oh my God. Well, it wasn't, yes. It, it, that it was is really scary. That was, I don't want that happening to anybody and how how on earth did they know but think about that they were going to do a closing there's people who pay attention to this there's people who yeah, hack into people's is. accounts yes all the time yeah yeah so one of the, i think probably the the cautionary tale is before you're about to like send off this money make sure that it's obviously 
going to some sort of account that like you recognize everything on it. Yeah, correct. And call the attorney that you're wiring the account to as, as well, just to verify. Well, shouldn't the attorney have done that? No, 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 the attorney did send the email, but it wasn't until after. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, I got you. Got you. Got you. Got you. So, I mean, this is they can happen. It's it's happens to vendors sometimes. You know, we'll have people who call up who say, "Oh, I want to deposit. I want to put a deposit down. I want you to plan everything for my wedding, but I'm also going to overpay you so you could please pay Sam because he's such a great DJ." <laughs> and that's just a scam. Yeah, just yeah. it is. And usually, the email address is somewhere dot Nigeria. Yes. Yeah. Usually, not always. No ways. There's other places too, all over the <laughs> but, world. But if they can't speak, speak. If they can't uh, write in text or an email in proper English and it's broken English or the words don't make sense, that's usually your first sign. First that sign. But you wrong. never know because, like you said, why, it can happen to anybody. So, well, thank you guys so much for coming down. So, once again, just let everybody know uh, company name, your website. Sure. Uh, my name is John Oliveri with Property Works New England. Our, our website is www.propertyworksnewengland.com. And Mike, what are all the social medias? Uh, it's Facebook is Property Works New England. Instagram, Property Works CT. And you have any parting words of wisdom? Uh, of course, you know I do, Kia. Uh, I'm, probably. I'm always full of information. You are? Yes. And something else. I'm also <laughs> full of that as well. Eight questions you must ask a wedding professional before booking them. A special free report, which is on our website, all the w's.atmosphere-productions.com. Learn... I haven't finished yet. I know. Learn to shop like a pro from a pro. Now well, I'm finished. Now you're finished. We'll be back next week, but remember, you can download us for free off of iTunes and Google Play. And if you have any questions on topics you want us to cover, send us an email to engagect at gmail.com. Thank you. The Engaged and Inspired podcast is copyright and produced by Atmosphere Productions in association with Engage Connecticut. This week's episode is brought to you by Indie Blast Podcast Network, spotlighting the best in independent podcasting. Indie Blast Podcast Network.